Blog Talk Radio. Good morning. You are listening to NABWIC, the National Association of Black Women in Construction Blog Talk Radio Show, founded to increase the national awareness of black women in the construction industry. NABWIC is the charge and takes the charge for black women to advocate for further opportunities to its members. Our mission as a core foundation is to strengthen the building blocks of new educational, entrepreneurial, professional, and social network connections. The vision of NABWIC is to build long-lasting strategic partnerships with first-rate organizations and individuals that will provide groundbreaking and innovative solutions for black women in construction and their respective communities. We invite you to call or text or email family, business associates, or friends and tell them that we are on the air right now. Or they can join us on the Internet by logging in to www.blogtalkradio.com slash N-A-B-W-I-C or by phone at 714-459-3918 and press 1 to join our conversation with questions or comments. Good morning. This is Ursula Odom, your host for NABWIC Talks, and I'm joined with joined with um, Jada Williams, who is a co-host and the chairperson of NABWIC Talks. As you know, this is a place where we feature NABWIC members, industry members, customer base, and those people who serve the NABWIC community. We're sharing information for the benefit of all of the above, and, of course, that includes you. So if you're a member of NABWIC, this is an opportunity for you to share about your business. If you're someone that has information that can benefit our community, give us a call. Let us know, and we can feature you. At this point in time, um, I'm going to introduce Jada Williams, who, as I mentioned, is the chairperson of NABWIC Talks and the committee that brings to you this show. Good morning, Jada. Good Good morning, Ursula. (laughs) Good Good morning. Thank you so much. And good morning, everyone. How are you doing today, Miss Ursula? I'm doing just fine. Yeah, the sun is out, and what can I say? It's a good day. Good, good, good. It is out, and it is a beautiful Wednesday, as always, as NAB Week talks. So thank you for joining us this Wednesday. Our special guest today is Ms. Lisa Boyan. She is the Executive Director at AIAI Association for Improvement of American Infrastructure. Um, With more than 25 years of high-profile management and operations experience, Ms. Boyan oversees every aspect of AIA's operation and national public outreach initiatives, from coordinating regional and national conferences to creating game-changing organizational operations strategies. Ms. Boyan is instrumental in AIAI's rapid growth in terms of membership, brand awareness, and prolific organizational expansion across the country. Prior to her role at AIAI, Lisa was the vice president at Star America. Before her time at Star, Lisa was the director of marketing and corporate communications for Ally North America, one of the country's largest national construction insurance brokerages, overseeing the coordination and communication of the firm's internal department and client relations. There, Ms. Bullion spearheaded the creation and launch of a new national external and internal branding strategy, providing herself as interactive, collaborative, and consultative leader. She assembles, coach, and inspired cross-functional teams consistently identifying and translating customer needs, market opportunities, and industry dynamics into timely, value-added, customer-centric solutions that drove revenue, profits, market share, and shareholder value. In addition to directing AIAI's operation and business development, Ms. Boyan plays a vital role in leading the organization's nationwide recruitment efforts with analytical project and client research. 
current market condition analysis, and legislative liaison to help build the organization's support structure currently promoting national public-private partnership growth. So thank you, Ms. Lisa Bullion, for joining us this morning on the show. Thank you, Jada and Ursula, for having me. This is exciting. Nice opportunity to be able to talk about AIAI. And that's exactly what we would like you to do. In fact, your <laughs> bio is absolutely impressive. So back up and tell us what it all means. <laughs> what do you do and how did you get there? Well, you know, I've had um, a long career in uh, operations, marketing, and communications, and it it really has come together um, really to to uh, bring me this opportunity with AIAI. Um, AIAI is a national association that promotes public-private partnerships and best practices, um, and it really is. Um, it's a membership-based organization, and, and when you're dealing with members and you're dealing with the public, you need all that experience of, uh, you know, bringing together all the experience from, from the past, uh, working with teams, creating uh, innovative solutions, and um, sharing a message, right? And that's what we do at AIAI. We work together to bring uh, that P3 message out to the market and to communities. So what is um, the message now? When I when I hear infrastructure, I think of um, when all the highways and, and what have you were built, especially after um, I, uh, one of the presidents went, went after changing the whole network of, of the United States. So what does it mean today? I mean... Okay. Well, so uh, P3s... Um, they're a, a procurement model. It, it uses an integrated approach to deliver infrastructure. And, and America, you know, the U.S. has aging infrastructure. Um, so what a P3 does is it, dev- dev- um, it combines and incorporates the design, construction, financing, operation, and maintenance uh, portions and functions into a contract. Um, and then there's a long-term contract that the public sector enters with the private sector and uh, in order to deliver the assets and services for the, for the benefit of the general public. And what that really means is it's an innov- innovative approach to look at uh, long-term maintenance of infrastructure. You know, we're good at building infrastructure in most cases, but we're not so great at maintaining it to a level that um, – is appropriate. I mean, we've all driven over potholes, uh, you know, the car goes out of alignment. We go into public facilities, and, and, and they're just not maintained uh, appropriately, appropriately um, and in the manner they should be. And it's really no fault of the public sector. They're doing more with less. So you have to find the funds to do that. A piece reincorporates uh, the, the the budget for the operations and maintenance, and uh, it's usually about a thirty, you know, more than a thirty-year contract. It varies, but it, uh, it's it's a great opportunity to ensure that the communities have uh, the infrastructure they need, the assets they need, in in quality conditions to support the community and their needs. So, with that, what comes to mind? is disaster. So my question to you is, what percentage of the actions or opportunities um, are proactive versus disaster response? Because my thought is when a bridge goes down, that's when the bridge gets, bridge building gets attention. Am I wrong? <laughs> no, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. And, um, you know, it's hard to give a percentage on um, how the model is applied. I, I, there was a, a project, the uh, Pennsylvania Bundled Bridges, and Pennsylvania had a lot of uh, small bridges that were um, failing and, and in poor condition. So uh, PennDOT 
put together an innovative program, uh, the Rapid Bridge Replacement, and uh, replaced oh hundreds of bridges throughout the state using a P3 and uh, local workforce. Um, so that was a proactive approach, I believe. In in certain places, I think that uh, you know it, it may be more reactive, but uh, with the level of um, uh, you know, we're getting, I think, a C or a D now on, on our infrastructure. I think everything is, uh, quite a bit of it is reactive. We're, we're repairing and, um, you know, replacing crumbling infrastructure. Wow. Now, I understand that you're going to be speaking at our billion-dollar luncheon, and before I asked you about some of the things that you are going to be sharing with the um Organization, I'll have Jada come on and tell us what that's all about. Jada? Great. So, yeah, so our billion dollar luncheon is every month, the um, second Wednesday of the month at 12 o'clock. Um, during COVID 19, it has had us step our game up, and we are now doing it virtually. So, it is very exciting. Um, for now that it's virtual, we have been doing it for free. So the spirit of the leader is the spirit of the group. So we are excited about our luncheon being today at 12. And, yes, you will hear a little bit more or, um, of Ms. Lisa Bouillon speaking as well as our other guest speakers. Um, you will get to um, – meet industry leaders, hear from industry leaders, hear from our woman in spotlight. Uh, we do have some breakout sessions set up. There are some polls. The polls were pretty cool and exciting last month, so I look forward to seeing the results of the polls. One result we did get back was that 98% of our attendees said that they will return this month. So I'm just excited and can't wait to see that 98% um, come back and join us this afternoon at 12 p.m. for a good lunch with us. Um, we also will have our hard hat and shirting of new members. Um, that's pretty exciting always to come and see and introduce and um, shirt and uh, give our new members their warm welcome with their hard hat. So we always look forward to this special section of the luncheon. And, of course, always because you are a member and you come and or a guest that come and hang out with NABWIC, nothing is better than getting the heads up of our next event of what going on in NAPWIC world and or the community, and then um, from a national and a local perspective. So you'll get the heads up on what's going on on the national platform and what's going on on your local platform. And it's basically based on this, providing business owners, uh, partnerships, and just providing the community and our members and our guests with opportunities to come and um, fellowship and network with people such as Ms. Bollion and organizations that she represents, AIAI. That's what our Billion Dollar Luncheon is all about. Thank you, Jada. And um, Ms. Bollion, before you answer, we're going to have a, a quick commercial so that people can understand how they can mm -hmm. join the conversation. And then what we'd like you to tell us is what you're going to tell us, not necessarily um, all the juicy parts, but just let us know what 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 we're going to hear at the uh, luncheon. So, just a second. We are so excited to have you listening to NABWIC, the National Association of Black Women in Construction Blog Talk Radio Show. Please call, text, or email family, business associates, or friends and tell them that we are on the air right now. Or they can join us on the Internet by logging in to www.blogtalkradio.com slash NABWIC 
or by phone at 714-459-3918 and press 1 to join our conversation with questions or comments. Please follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Don't forget to follow us by liking our page and post your questions or comments. And ABWIC's intent is to always go into the high schools and colleges to encourage our young black girls and women to enter into the construction industry and to take interest into the STEM programs that are offered. We encourage you to listen to this show or past shows on the Internet by logging in at www.blogtalkradio.com slash N-A-B-W-I-C. Thank you, and we're back. Welcome back. This is your host, Ursula Odom with Navwick Talks, and today we're speaking with Lisa Bouillon. And Lisa, tell us a little bit more about your um, involvement involvement in today's meeting. Now, I understand that I misspoke and that you're not the the speaker today, but you're participating. So just tell us, how did you find out more, find out about NAVWIC and um, what interests you about the organization? Well, so um, I had met uh, the chair, Ann McNeil, um, at several P3 conferences. Uh, AIAI is is a partner, a huge uh, fan of the P3C media um, conferences for P3. It's a really great opportunity uh, to get public and private together and focus on um, education on P3, and Anne has attended those. So she shared with me a little bit about what uh, NABWIC does and uh, reached out to me last week and asked me to uh, jump on and join. So um, I'm happy to do so, and I'm I'm happy to learn more about NABWIC and, and, and meet all the women in the association. Uh, one of the things that NABWIC does is we prepare young people to join the industry. So my question now is what prepared you to do the things that you're doing today? What was your path? Well, again, um, my my training or I went to school completely different than what I'm doing now, and I think we find a lot of women in the construction industry and in the infrastructure industry have that same story. I was actually uh, way back when, feels like a million years ago, looking uh, in nursing school and uh, decided that that wasn't for me and, and did a little bit of a switch up and you know went into marketing and communications. Um, and through my experience and through working with um, Bill Marino, uh, who is the chair of AIAI's board and Star America, um, you know, we created the association. And, um, you know, funny story is uh, yeah, I walked into the office one day and <clears throat> Bill Marino uh, runs the infrastructure fund, Star, Star America, said to me, you know, P3's here in the U.S., and this is about – Oh, seven or eight years ago, they're not working the way they do elsewhere. People just don't understand what they are, 50 states, 50 sets of rules. We really need to educate. So we're going to start an association, and the rest really is history. Um, you know, trial by fire, a lot of, uh, you know, outreach, asking questions, how do we do this, how do we get this done? And, and in, you know, I want to say just over seven years, We've really made an impact on uh, industry and communities, um, you know, through policy working. Um, we have a, a great senior policy advisor who's up on the Hill uh, talking policy and, and, you know, working to make a difference there. And, you know, of course, infrastructure is built at the state and local level. So we've really had a great opportunity to interact both with uh, state level, local level, and, and provide education and just raise awareness of what uh, the model is. And, you know, now more than ever, uh, you know, during this COVID-19 crisis and, and the aftermath, funding is going to be limited. Uh, budgets are cut. We need to find innovative ways um, in keeping uh, cities and communities going, delivering infrastructure. And, you know, infrastructure has always been a jobs engine. And by putting 
in place um, programs and, and getting these projects off the ground, we could really um, make an impact, an economic, a positive economic impact and put people back to work. So that's kind of my long way of how I got here, but um, truly passionate about what I do, and I really believe in the model. And, you know, I work with some really terrific folks, and our members are engaged and really willing to give of themselves. So, you know, it's just been such a joy to be part of this association. Now, we have a wonderful opportunity here for like-minded people to interact because our founder is on and she's prepared to join the conversation. Good morning, Ms. Ann. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Yes, Ann McNeil, the master builder, helping to build stronger and better lives, and I am so excited today. Good morning, Lisa. Good morning, Ann. How are uh, you? Awesome. I am awesome, and good morning, Jada, and good morning, Ursula. I had to chime in and share something that Lisa would not share. She is so humble, so humble. But keep in mind that the men, the men of the P3 world and the men of AIA, are the head. We're very clear about that. But I just want to make sure everybody understands that Lisa is the neck that turns the head. (laughs) 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 Ah, So this is my Ann McNeil version of why it was so very important for Lisa to share with us today. And for all of you who are listening to this, because this show is evergreen, We have, as Jada described, today a billion-dollar luncheon focusing on the public-private partnership opportunities, and there are billions. Mm -hmm. But AIA has laid the foundation for the P3 world in, like she said, setting policy, but also creating relationships, relationships with the agencies, relationships with the partners, their strategic partners, but also relationships with small business and minority businesses. And like Jada talked earlier about that every month that we host our luncheon, we have a uh, – we, we, we do what we call a um, – we do what we call a highlight of a, of a woman in this industry – And this month our highlight is Lisa because we did the research in the industry to find out from the industry partners who do they think we should highlight that's a woman that is leading this industry for P3. And hands down, everybody said Lisa. Now, she's so humble that when I talked to her about this, she gave me many, many other names, right, Lisa, of somebody else that we should honor. But, Lisa, this is your day, and we want to honor you this day, and that's one of the reasons why we're we're sharing, you know, having you share with us on this show, because as small businesses, oftentimes we don't realize that just because we are small, we don't have to think small. And what Lisa has done this year at the AIA conference, she helped to host and promote for the first time, and help me out, Lisa, for the first time in in this industry, there was a women's panel. And so what Mm -hmm. I'd like to have you do, Lisa, is if you would share how did that come about and also share with us some of your partners some of the women who you talked about, we, we should on, and I and, and Jada will yeah. all get together and we'll invite them to come on because our mission for NABWIC is to build strategic, long-lasting relationships with strategic partnerships like organizations like yours with AIAIP3 Conference and many others and, and individuals. So if you would please share, Lisa, how did that come about? What was the need and the wind behind that? That's number one. And secondly, if you would also share with us some of your strate- some of your partners so that our listeners 
you know, we want to give them kudos and highlights. And I will also share that we do have a couple of sponsors for today, WSP and U.S. Cost, who have been on the forefront, if you will, in supporting our organization. So uh, I'll turn it back over to the hosts, Ms. Ms. Ursula and Ms. Jada, but I, I just had to come on and share because I am so excited uh, with you being a part of this organization, AIAI, and we just want you to know how much we truly do appreciate what you do. Thank you so very much. And I will allow you to respond. <laughs> well, thank you. Yes, um, and you know that this is not my usual usual position is in the spotlight. I'm usually know, behind the I scenes know, as know. a cheerleader. So I know. thank you. I appreciate you jumping on and pushing because I really do want to talk about more um, the more program. Uh, you know, AI, AI. We get involved in um, conferences, and you, you go to the conferences, and there's panels of men speaking, and there are so many incredible women in construction and infrastructure that have so much to offer. So we got together, um, you know, we have uh, several committees and uh, our chair and board member, the chair of the education committee and board member, Sally Perrin from WSP. She is one of those incredible women that you should get on the show. Um, We talked about creating an opportunity to get more visibility for women in infrastructure. And that's where we're starting. We're starting with women. Um, so we have a mandate at the association uh, to always have gender diversity on our panels. There's, there's that, you know, there's not to ever be a panel that doesn't have gender diversity. We work very hard to, uh, to create those opportunities. But what we found was not everybody is comfortable being in the spotlight or speaking and, you know, I recently read a book, and I shared this book with uh, the women at the the conference luncheon, and we had, uh, I guess we had seven panelists get up and talk about their journeys and and how, um, I guess, they uh, ended up in their roles. Uh, So Belen Marcos from Cintra, she's the president of Cintra U.S which is a huge uh, developer, uh, Sally Perrin, uh, Senior Vice President, P3, Director of P3s for WSP, um, Ann Rabin uh, with Hock Teeth. Uh, we had Lisa Choplin from uh, um, Maryland DOT. Um, forget Mariana Torres, who is incredible, um, is Senior Vice President at John Lang, and I am forgetting someone, and forgive me um, if I do, but we had an incredible group of women who got up there and really spoke about their their journey and their challenges. And Sue Lee from EY, and, you know, Sue is great because she's on all these panels, and she's eloquent, and she's intelligent, and she's wonderful, and she actually shared with the audience at the luncheon that she's not as comfortable as she appears to be, and through her interaction with the association and us constantly pushing her, she she just got up there and did it, and eventually you get more comfortable. So it was those kinds of stories that really touched and resonated with other women. Um, Winston Bowen from Facebook was part of that conversation um, and, again, shared her story and, you know, what it means to, I guess, be brave. And just get out there and do it because women tend to um, question whether they have the skills and the capabilities to to get out there and be in front, whereas a man might have some of the qualifications, but they go for it. So we're working very hard at the association to create opportunities for women through the MORE program to connect, to be supportive of each other, and just to be brave and get out there. Um, We recently had uh, a NOOC Pappers, uh, she's with Cool Brands and Signet, uh, do an online workshop for the MORE program, and, and she was fantastic, you know, about checking your brand, and especially in this virtual reality. So we're bringing more of those types of uh, opportunities to our members and also non-members because, really, we want to be all-inclusive and really support women in the industry as we all work to um, – 
to make change and, and, and to promote infrastructure. So thank, thank you, of, Anne, for allowing me and reminding me to talk about that because it really is near and dear to my heart. And we have so many women who are, are so plugged in and, and supportive of that program and supportive of others to get involved. And I can understand why uh, she asked you to do that because you just lit up when you started providing information about other people and, and lifting them up. And so uh, apparently you need to be lifted up to let you know just how important you are. And and to that point, for me, who work with getting the stories out about people such as yourself um, with my company, Sula2, being able to point to someone and say, that person did it, is the thing sometimes that sticks in another person's mind for a lifetime. One statement you say, one example that you give, the fact that you like being in the background and someone heard you say that may be the inspiration for another generation. And so getting people out in front of people is so important because we can imagine the possibilities from from being young to to changing careers, whatever the, the moment is. So I appreciate your willing to lift other people up, and I am so happy that Anne brought you to the forefront as well. And you are running in great company when you're with Anne McNeil because for for you two to be running an organization as impactful as the ones that you run is no small feat. Um, so thank you for that. Thank you. Jada, do you have some other things that you would like to um, add or ask or join into the conversation? Uh, thanks, Ursula. Um, yeah, so Lisa, because um, I did get a chance to speak with you offline and you did share some new initiatives um, that you guys have rolling out, um, I would like for you to express them and then maybe um, tell us some of your, one of your biggest accomplishments um, with working uh, with AIEI and the initiatives and programs that you roll out. Okay. Well, so just recently, um, AIAI and its members put together the 2020 Guide to Infrastructure, um, and that's really been keeping us busy, along with all the online and virtual um, opportunities we've been creating for our members. Uh, but the, the 2020 Guide to Infrastructure is, is an opportunity for us to inform at the federal level, uh, policies and procedures and processes that would accelerate infrastructure. And again, we talk about infrastructure being a jobs engine. Um, we need to get those projects out there. We need to make sure that there's uh, job opportunities um, going on. So we put together the guide, but we didn't just, and this is typical of AIAI's members, we didn't just say, okay, this is what you should do. We get involved and we get engaged, and we've created opportunities. Um, part two is where our members are getting engaged at the state level, and again, supporting uh, those local uh, public officials in their efforts, uh, providing them with support, education, insight, talking about what they have to deliver and how private capital and investment could leverage their funds and their finances to deliver more for their communities. And I think, again, now at this time, it's so important for us to engage with the public sector. You know, if it is a partnership. Uh, we're, we're in it together because the work that they're doing impacts our lives and our families. So um, that's one of our big initiatives. And we've put together six different working groups, um, you know, on environmental and TISIA and transit. Transit has been, been hit really hard. So there's opportunities for our members to come together and, and create um, solutions uh, on, on the financing issues and the, the operation, and then also look at transit and, and what it could be and, and maybe how we should shape it going forward because we're going to be in a slightly different world going forward. 
Um, you know, when when you talk about the biggest accomplishments, you know, again, uh, I, I just enjoy everything about the association, the members I work with, their engagement. Uh, I think for me that, you know, we've accomplished so much, you know, November of, of 2012 is when we were incorporated. So, you know, just over seven years or um, coming up maybe on eight years in business, but we've really made an impact on the P3 market. You know, we've supported, um, you know, the, the folks at uh, Howard County when they were looking to deliver a project, their courthouse provided education and resources, and they were able to get a successful project off the ground and, you know, and that's thanks to our members and, the, and their ability and their willingness to really just spend their time and invest their time in um, in the public sector. So, um, but I, I have to say, my favorite favorite uh, accomplishment is is the ability to get all these women together to support each other through the more program. Um, I, that that to me is just huge um, and, and important. Yes, and it sounds like you are very, very passionate about what it is that you do, and it's very rewarding on the same time. So I just know that your job, your your roles and positioning um, brings you much pleasure, which we, brings me to say that I know we said we will have fun and be very nice to you. You asked that we be <laughs> <Yes>. gentle <laughs> for getting you out of your comfort zone. So to have more fun, because this whole conversation has been very enlightening and colorful altogether, um, being that we are women and we know as women uh, we are chameleons. So getting to know Lisa a little bit more as our woman in spotlight, could you share with us your favorite book or some of the things that you're reading? Or what yeah, are you doing so, your, your leisure time? Well, so my favorite book was uh, is – Brave, not perfect. And again, it goes along with the whole more initiative. My my daughter um, uh, gave me this book as a gift, and and the inscription was, and I was going to talk about this uh, later, just a little bit. That says she said to me in the inscription, there are three books that have changed her life, and this is one. She hasn't shared the other two with me yet. I, she pro I'm probably not ready for those. But the the book is Brave Not Perfect, and it's uh, Reshma Sajani. And, you know, she's the founder of Girls Who Code. And it just talks about how it's okay not to be perfect and that we train our our daughters from early on to be good, to be pretty, to be quiet, to be nice. And it's okay not to be those things. Um, we need to get out there and we need to put ourselves out there just a little bit more and get out of our comfort zones, which is one of the reasons why I'm here today talking because this really isn't my comfort zone. But um, so I have to say, if, if uh, I recommend Brave Not Perfect, if you're a woman, if you know a woman, if you have daughters, if you have sons, just buy this book, read this book. It's a great, uh, it's just really a terrific read and very enlightening. So that, that, that's my favorite book. I, I'd like to well, say something about that. Um, when you said Brave Not Perfect, the person that comes to mind is someone we've already heard from, but is motivating to me, Ann McNeil, her favorite, what, well, my favorite statement that she makes is done is better than perfect. And I can tell you on more than one occasion, I heard those voices in my head that caused me to take a step. Just go do it. Just go make it happen. Um, and things have come into play that would not have gotten there if I had waited to be absolutely perfect. Um, even my one of my books that, that was picked up by a national um, company, well, I had a second edition to add some correction to, to people that were listed in there. And someone just found that version bought the book and said, oh, you corrected the, the name over here. I said, yes, I did. That person was so excited. And, you know, if I had waited to make sure that I had found the person and made sure I had gotten this last little piece of information, the book may not have ever gotten out there. Um, so I, I say those words can, can move mountains and 
and cause a person to have a little bit more courage in the light of an unknown um, opportunity or the unknown outcome. Just go do it. And I opened the line for Ann if she wanted to say something about that. <laughs> I'm laughing because when I saw my line opened, I, I, I'm i just a little... Lisa, could you give me the name of that book again, please? Sure. It's Brave, Not Perfect, Reshma Sajani, uh, S-A-U-J-A-N-I. Um, and it really is a great book. I actually shared it with the panel. I, I gave each of the panelists a copy of the book because, you know, they were out there teaching others to be brave, even when they weren't perfect, you know. Yeah, I'd like to suggest we may want to consider, I'm also a member with Crew, and uh, on an annual basis they have a book, they recommend a recommended book every year for their members. And it might be something that the women's group within AIA may want to consider doing. And Ms. Jada and everybody know I am an avid reader, but I live the books mm-hmm. I read, from the investing books to the Thinking Grow Rich to one of my favorites is um, Seven Habits of Highly Effective Families. Most people like the other mm-hmm. two or three, but I think families is, is one of the best. But also... What I'd like for you to do before we start to wrap up, and this has been a phenomenal show. I have learned so much. I'm sitting here taking notes, and that's why when when she opened my line to speak, I, I had to look up because I am writing. I have right now, believe it or not, I have four pages of notes that I've taken from this from this podcast today, and this is phenomenal. And also I've posted it on my LinkedIn, my Facebook, my Twitter, and I'm just posting away because I want people to, especially those who are in the industry, there are a lot of people who are large businesses, medium-sized businesses, people in infrastructure that are not aware of AIAI, a very young organization. And what I like about what you do so well as an organization with your leadership is that you bring the very best of the best. And I've been attending uh, for 15 years public-private partnership associations events and conferences. Mm -hmm. And what I thought was so different about this, and we we are going to be talking with Eric today, I invited him to be a part of our NABWIC Billion Dollar Luncheon Mm -hmm. program today, along with you and along with Hassan. And I think that the SANDAG project is going to be one of the largest, most um, uh, high-profile public-private partnerships in the United States. We'll talk about that at lunchtime. Mm -hmm. So anybody who's listening to us, please join us. Uh, These programs are going to be evergreen, and they'll be able to go back and listen. And what we also wanted to do with you, Lisa, is we want to get your social media handle so we can share and post this show. We were doing a pre-call yesterday with Sandex staff, you know, the team, and we made a commitment, both sides, that we would get each other's social media promotional uh, handles so that we can share because this is how we support each other's organizations and our membership, but not just our own membership, membership members and partners, but also those who may not know we each exist because they don't have to look far. And I've been attracted to this whole concept and what you're building. As you, and again, I don't think I've missed one of the P3 conferences, which is very different than association. I don't think I've missed one, and they do, I think, what, three or four a year? Yeah. Something yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. And I've been to almost I don't remember missing any since they started, which is a lot for a small business. That's another conversation for another day. But I think, again, just because we are small, we don't have to think small. And what I do in my own business, MCO Construction, as the first black female contract in the state of Florida, I follow the leaders in each industry. And by following the leaders, I'm very clear about the power of the no like, and trust factor. No like, and trust factor. And actually, that's the name of my next book. Shameless plug. I'm not shame at all because I think that when we begin to realize, just like us having you on the show, because we've seen each other 
I talked with you a number of times at the conference, but when I watch what you do, that brings the no like and trust factor. And one of the ladies who was on the panel uh, from Facebook is actually from Miami. And so I was very pleased to see her on the panel. We connected after the panel was over and reconnected since then. But, you again, you bring the very best, and I really want all of our members and the public really please go to I had posted, I was posting your website because I really want to make sure, if you don't mind, could you tell people how they can reach you before we wrap up? Sure, and thank you. And so we are all over social media, thanks to Carol Todd, our Director of Communications, um, and her tweets and her posts are just fabulous. Um, you'll also get to see the puppies of P3 and the babies of P3. So we cover it all in our, our tweets and our LinkedIn. So it's at AIAI underscore infra is, is our Twitter um, account. And our email is at uh, is AIAI dash infra, I-N-F-R-A dot org. Um, and on the website, uh, my number is there, Carol's, uh, Seth, um, you know, the entire team is available and happy to talk about P3s, the programs we're running, and, and really just listen to some of the challenges um, those who are listening are having, uh, you know, with their businesses and understanding P3s, because we're not only here to support the public sector, but we want to share with small businesses the opportunities that P3s bring. So happy to have calls. We have a great diversity and inclusion committee, but that's really woven into the thread of AI, AI as well. It's really supporting our small businesses, our diverse businesses, and getting everybody a seat at the table because you don't have best practices unless you hear from all voices. Can you say that one more time, please, that part, that last part? Yes, you don't you don't have best practices unless you hear from all voices. You can't create them. Um, P3s have to work for everyone, and we truly believe that, and we work towards that. So goals and inclusion is, is very much a part of our everyday conversation. I think that's tweetable. You don't have best practices unless you hear from all voices. Can we Can we borrow that? Absolutely. What do you think, Ursula Jada? What do you think about I that? I'm all over it. <laughs> I, I know the time is well spent, but this has been a phenomenal show, and I I, um, I think that our our um, our boss is also on, Miss Jackie Perry. I do think she's on, and so as a part of our marketing committee, we will look to connect with Carol, the director of your communications uh, committee, and we will look to see how we can collectively continue to spread this word. And I'm, I'm going to turn it back over to the host and co-host, and I, I cannot say enough about how appreciative we are for this new strategic partnership, and we're going to also have P3 on later on next month talking about the organization, because they're having their first virtual, which I know you must be a part of that planning. So if you you would like to collaborate, our NABWIC members are available, and we would love to, to participate. So whenever that registration and everything is available, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, we would love to participate there, and we'll be talking with you offline about um, make you know seeing how we can be a part of the best practices and have our voices heard. So, Ursula, back to you and Jada. Thank you. Thank you. And speaking of Miss Jackie Perry, um, now that we know that she's available, I, I open the line for her to give us a few words of wisdom about NABWIC. Well, good morning, everybody. Um, This is Jackie Perry, and I am so excited to be here on the show. I was joining a little bit late, but I'm glad I did not miss the fabulous opportunity to hear from, I guess, Lisa Bagloni. So thank you so much, Lisa, for being with us this morning. And uh, I don't know about words of wisdom, but I just have to tell you, I feel privileged to be part of the greatest organization uh, on the planet and to have uh, two spectacular women like Lisa and uh, Ann McNeil who are at the forefront 
of women's organizations like these. Uh, it's just a privilege to be able to, to know them. So I do uh, invite and encourage our listeners out there Look further into both these organizations, and I'm not just saying that because, you know, I'm marketing uh, and communications chair for, for NAVIC. I'm saying that because I'm a woman who has experienced the value of being part of a fabulous network of women that can help in every aspect of your life, whether that be, you know, professionally or personally. So, again, I know as this has already been said, the time is well spent, so I won't go on. But thank you so much, Ursula, for just giving me a second uh, just to say a little something on behalf of NABWIC. Well, thank you. And on that note, um, we're going to bring it to a close, and I just want to say thank you for allowing me to be a part of this as well because as the CEO of Sula2, we make old, new, and everything we do in that we capture and preserve and present legacy information in any form possible. And this is one of those forms when we get to bring to you part of NABWIC, the stories, the life work of people as wonderful as Ms. Bouillon. It, it's just amazing. So we are grateful for that. And thank you for being our guest today. And, Jada, I would like you to um, let people know how to get in touch with you and to close out the show. And on that note, for me, you can get in touch with me at Sulatoo.com, S-U-L-A-T-O-O-L-L-C, at gmail.com, and then S-U-L-A-T-O-O.com as a website. So, Jada, let them know how to reach you and close us out. Yes, ma'am. Well, thank you so much for joining us. As always, you can always reach me first by going to www.nabwick.org. Always, Nabwick, we are the women, the voice of women in construction. So you can always catch us um, on our website, finding out what's new, linking in with us, and go to that website also to register for today's billion-dollar luncheon. You can communicate with me at marketing at org. Again, that's marketing at org. And meet us today at 12 lunchtime for our billion-dollar luncheon. Thank you, and have a beautiful, beautiful Wednesday. This concludes our show. Thank you for listening to NABWIC, the National Association of Black Women in Construction. For more information about NABWIC and our membership, please visit us on the web at www.nabwic.org. We are the voice of black women in construction. Have a great and prosperous day. Ryan here and I have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper a woohooer a hand clapper a high fiver I kind of like the high five but if you want to hone in on those winning moves check out Chumba Casino at ChumbaCasino.com choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes there are new game releases weekly plus free daily bonuses so don't wait start having the most fun ever at ChumbaCasino.com no purchase necessary VGW group void prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus